Hi there, welcome to The Creep End. I'm your host, Brittany, and this is my co-host and sister, Kaylin. She peed with the door open. <sighs> it's always something at the beginning of these episodes, I swear. I'll just leave it, it's fine. I'm not starting again, so... Um, this is episode... 50. Sorry, you guys, Brittany got me a very magical magical treat for today and i'm just eating so like since i blew the one year celebration i i got mother's cookies mythical creatures uh to celebrate this time she still didn't bring me a cheesecake still but, you fucked know, up fine. on the cheesecake it's but kaylin brought the coffee i bought the uh, mermaids and loch ness monster it's a sea serpent it looks like the Loch Ness Monster. Like they just can't f- use Loch Ness Monster because it's trademarked. I guarantee it. Oh, guarantee I didn't even it. Think about that, that doesn't. It has legs. Yeah. That's not a sea serpent. But it looked like a fucking sea lion. I don't, like I glance. It looked like a worm. Not true. I don't know. The mermaid. But they're cute. Oh, and delicious. there's a dragon. Which is almost shaped like the unicorn. So. Mm-hmm. But they're cute. That's the closest thing we'll get to, cryptid snacks. They're delightful, um, by the way. I got you a present. You gotta tell me these things so I can buy you gifts. No, it's fine. This is you just look so disappointed when you said that. No, oh, it's, it's fine. fine. You brought me coffee. I'm fine with coffee. I'm really I'm a a cheap date. You can get me so Do you remember <laughs> on the end of a couple episodes ago? When we were, again, laughing about Harry Styles fan fiction. Oh my god, what fan fiction is this? Can you tell? Is that fucking Grey's Anatomy fan fiction? Who does that look like? Oh, sorry, your hand was covering oh, I'm it. Sorry. So all I saw was a white lab coat. Is that is that is that who I think it is? <laughs> this is supposedly Raylo fan fiction. <gasps> I found it on TikTok. Oh my god. And I bought it for you. <laughs> Tell the audience what it what it's called. It's called the love hypothesis. You I mentioned totally that you wanted now. Adam Driver fan fiction. And that's the closest thing I could find in a book. This is, this is fantastic. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm so I've been excited. sitting on that for fucking weeks, dude. I'm so excited. So yeah. Oh my god. Happy reading. Apparently, apparently, besides what it's based off of, mm-hmm. it's actually uh, supposedly a really good book. I actually oh, okay. know normal people mm-hmm. who've read that book, I think, without realizing where it came from. Oh, okay. So It doesn't say Wattpad right on the book. No, it doesn't say a Wattpad novel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a New York Times bestseller I, I or something. I read that, yeah. So, yeah, normal people have been reading that one, not just uh, okay. Kylo Ren weirdos. All right. I do want to read it when you're done, though. Okay, you, you got it, <laughs> dude. I'm probably going to try to get through this as best as I can. She's going to start reading it right now. Oh, Forget the sorry. podcast. <laughs> Here, let me put it back down. So oh funny. my goodness. So yeah, I've been sitting on that for a so while. When you gave it, you were just oh, like, holding you on were like face. this. And I was like, Grey's Anatomy? Like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> so 
high. Like, I know you know I like Grey's, but <laughs> shit. Surprise! Oh, man. <sighs> They're not going to be together at the end. He's going to get killed. He's going to die. It, he's <laughs> going to get killed in an explosion. He's going to change his name and then die. Yeah. Um, gotcha. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh god. Uh, I got any uh, spooky updates? Yeah, when I'm done chewing. Ugh. Maybe I shouldn't bust out okay. the animal cookies. Yeah. Really crunchy. If they were chewy, it would be alright. <laughs> All your story was smacking. <laughs> no, thank you. There's just been a lot of, like, creepy noises around my house lately. And, like, I know my, my apartment building's, like, extremely old. It's, like, older than fucking dirt itself. But, and it's not really well kept. <laughs> um, yeah. But there's just, like, the creaking noises. And, like, the other night I couldn't sleep worth the shit. So I don't know if I was just, like... <laughs> you know wanting to hear these things or pretending that i wanted to hear these things but there was like it sounded like the fridge opened and closed and then it was like it sounded like our hallway door like because it's on tracks and you can hear that shit it's loud it sounded like it like it was opening or like sliding over and i'm just like yeah i just want to go to sleep like that's disgusting just put me out of my misery please like please Ugh. Yeah, no thank you. Um, other than that, though, like, nothing really too weird. I got on witch talk somehow, but, I mean, I don't really consider that, like, too creepy, but I've been learning a lot about the witchy side of myself lately, so. Oh, yeah, we keep sending back and forth, like, those weird palm reading videos where it's like, if you have this mark, you do this. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. No, and for those of you who are wondering, my surgery went fine. My foot is still alive. Oh, yeah, I forgot. We haven't recorded since before, before my that. Yeah, it's been like five weeks. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're alive. Yeah, I'm alive. I made it Your through. foot's still attached. Yep. It's not... I'm missing part of my bone, but that's about it. It's not infected. No. I thought it was for a minute, <laughs> but no, no, it's fine. I just needed to ice my foot. Yeah. I guess the, the ice is really important when you have surgery. Yeah, it keeps the swelling down. Yeah, who knew? Who, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Mm. After that, like, my stitches finally closed, and... Yeah. Oh, it's the wind. Sorry. <laughs> just, the wind just blew open the garage door a little bit. almost karate chopped it. <laughs> karate chopped the garage door. Um, yeah, at work, we now have automatic paper towel dispensers Mm-mm. and you lost me there <laughs> you lost me i it's i don't she's know headless. it's either a lag or it's a ghost i'm gonna err on the side of ghost because like i like went to the bathroom you know mm-hmm. washed my hands dried them off probably fixed my face in the mirror and then walked out Mm-hmm. And then I was all the way back down the hall mm-hmm. into the salon. Ew, what did you eat? Hair, apparently. Is it green? Probably. <laughs> it's still in there. Mine was freshly washed today. Mine is freshly washed today, too. Uh, thanks, Rochelle. Um, 
but yeah so i was like all the way back down the hall in the like in the salon mm. and the freaking dispenser in the bathroom went off so i'm like that's a little bit longer than a lab do you have automated automatic lights in the bathroom no then never mind fuck that it's all it's all movement you have to sh- wave your hand in front of it oh it's a motion sensor yeah and then the one in the the one in the um mixing room the mm-hmm. back room that one like that one goes off but it does feel like more of a lag mm-hmm. but sometimes like i'll just walk in there and like go to my mm-hmm. section to mix my color and it'll just go off and yeah, no, i <sighs> so i hate that shit it's yeah, not we're old school at my job we gotta manually fucking do all of the paper towels and all the things and i'm fine with that Although, they do say that there's a ghost at my job, too, and I believe it, but I also haven't really been there long enough to know. He's just choosing not to haunt you. And I'm okay with that. Hmm. Although, my coworker does, like, we talk about paranormal shit all the time. She's really into paranormal stuff, and it's awesome. We'll just sit in the kitchen and talk about it for a while, and then I you know eventually go back to work but (laughs) that's what i do all day too people are like why do you have ghost stickers on your station like well let me tell you Uh, and then jeff turns it on for the whole salon to hear and then i hide jeff likes to turn on a lot of things for people to hear apparently (laughs) jeff yeah every time i make fun of him he should just turn on the (laughs) podcast and i'll shut up real quick Oh, man. So, shall we get started? Hmm, I guess. Shall we dive in? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I also haven't seen my sister in, like, a month. It's been... It's been a month. A month. A month. It's been a month. A month. You saw me a week after my surgery, and it's been five weeks since my surgery. And that's been it. What? Mm-hmm. When we watched that fucking creepy oh, ass oh. stupid motherfucker. Oh my god. We have I've... to wait to the end. We have to wait to the end. Oh god. We finally watched Annette, so if you want to hear about our <laughs> feelings and thoughts about Annette, then well, I think please they just got the gist of mine. <laughs> stay to the end. Oh man. Um I know, I've been working a lot. No, I've actually I been working, like, almost every day the last two weeks, so... That's good. I, I, yeah, I guess. My homework's been taking over my life lately, so... Wow, I really... Yeah, I could have sworn I'd seen you. No. But I guess not. Wow. That's... Oh, no. <laughs> I've talked to you every day, like, maybe that's why and it I, feels I, like... I call her on the phone every day to give her updates about my pathetic life, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, before we digress further, let's go ahead and let's get started. So I am finally, I'm dedicating a little bit of this episode to, to Tree. I picked a museum, haunted museum. Oh man. Which she recommended fucking weeks ago. (laughs) And finally, my ass remembered to do it. Um... So I tried Googling, like, haunted museum archives, and unfortunately all that pops up is, like, 
fucking Zach Bagan's haunted museum mm-hmm. archives. Mm. And I'm like, it's so, like, whatever. So I put in, like, haunted museums. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm doing the Smithsonian. I knew it. How did you know? Because all I kept thinking in my head was Night at the Museum. And if I'm not mistaken, that one's based out of the Smithsonian. Is it based off the I Smithsonian? I think so. Not the Museum of Natural History? I could have sworn it was a Smithsonian. It's probably all But of I the also above. know that the Smithsonian is the one that has, like, all the weird fucking shit in it, too. Yeah, but the Museum of Natural History, I think, has, like, the dinosaurs and junk. Okay. I mean, I could be wrong about that. I don't that. know. I could be wrong. I've never been to either one, honestly. I've never been so. to either one, and I've also never seen Night at the Museum. So. What? Aw. How have you not seen Night at the Museum? Um, I'm not really a big fan of, uh, what's his name? Ben Stiller. You're not a fan of anyone. Ben Stiller fucking kills me. Ben Stiller. He's funny, don't get me wrong, but... A little hit and miss, for sure. But he definitely, yeah, no. But that one's a good one, actually. He's not... That, and Robin Williams is in it, and it makes me sad, so... I don't, I don't want to watch it because I don't like being sad. That quote that went around TikTok for a while. It still goes around. Oh, I love that quote. That was the last movie he was into. I know. That's why it makes me sad. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Okay, now that we're fucking done. Anyway. All right. So the Smithsonian. <laughs> <laughs> it was founded on August tenth, eighteen forty-six and is named after its founding donor, British scientist James Smithson. It was originally the United States National Museum, but basically everyone stopped using that in 1967. It's also called The Nation's Attic because it has 154 million items. Oh, man. It also has 19 museums, 21 libraries, 9 research centers, and a zoo. And um, also has historical and architectural landmarks. And most of it is located in Washington, D.C. However, um, I believe its archives are in Maryland. And then it has like other like branches that are in a couple other states okay i would like to stand corrected and you are correct it was the natural it is museum of the natural history. american museum of natural history yeah and that's in new york right yes yeah only because like i remember it has the big t-rex skeleton that's the only reason and you know why i know about the museum of natural history hmm. because of the movie Di- uh we're back with the dinosaurs. I love her. And then little Julia Child, yeah, the little scientist, yeah. the little lady, the docent or whatever. She's like, the dinosaurs are gonna come and they talk. Oh my god, I love it. I've met a woman that looks just like her. Oh. And it took the life out of me not to tell her that that's who she reminded me of, but she was like the sweetest lady. So. It's pretty cute though. Next time take a picture. <laughs> um. What the fuck? All right, so James Smithson was an aristocratic Englishman who was both a chemist and mineralogist. Uh, when James, why am I keep saying it? I keep typing his name out over freaking. <laughs> when he passed away, he left his entire fortune to the founding of the Smithsonian Institute. And um, he actually never visited. Mm the u.s and never saw the building that would 
take his name. But after he died, it's a lot of trust. Huh? It's a lot of trust. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, like, here's some lot. money. It's build a me a building with some stuff in it. Yeah. And I'm gonna die. So here's all my money. And here's all my money. Right. So, um. But yeah. So after he died, his remains were actually brought to the U.S. and were entombed in one of the main rooms there. However, supposedly. His tomb, like the tomb he was in is still there, but they've supposedly moved his body elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also read that that's not true either. It's just to get people to be quiet about the ghosts. So I don't know. Yeah. So uh, of course... There. I believe it. What's that? I said I believe he's there. So of course, um, his ghost is the one that appears the most often in the castle. And uh, his ghost was spotted so often... Um, that in 1973, the chief curator had his body um, disinterred and the casket examined, I guess, to make sure he was still in there, which, I mean, I don't know why. But there was also say like, they were actually opening up for science, like, opened mm-hmm. up his casket for science to see like how his body looked and mm-hmm. supposedly he had been um she's air quoting oh supposedly he had <laughs> been buried with some like his like like his life memoirs and work Aww. and uh they opened it to see if it was actually in there but it wasn't so mm. i guess opening it to see if it would cure the ghost hauntings or whatever was kind of a that's what a legend or whatever but nobody um, ever seen any movies or that his his skeleton was still there and not roaming around the castle i guess i don't know the castle yeah you said castle at least six times because it's a castle (laughs) it looks like a castle (laughs) you said castle okay good (laughs) okay okay well we might be double recording today so my next one is about a castle. So I'm like, wait, did I just oh, transpose shit. my notes? And I was just making sure it's That's anyways. Funny. But yes, okay. the Smithsonian looks like a fucking castle too. Anyway, fuck me. All right. So um, there was an article that was published in the Washington Post in May of 1900. And the article was called The Shades of Scientists Who Walk There Nightly. Mm. And shades is another word for ghosts, which mentioned all the sightings of the ghosts in uh, in the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. So um, in this article, um, the guards and staff that worked at the castle then um, reported that at night they would see several of the, quote, devoted deceased scientists of earlier eras walking the halls of the museum, end quote. And they all believed that the scientists were re- were coming to the museum just to like um protect their mm-hmm. work protect yeah. the um the institute's collections mm-hmm. or to even see um the conclusion of their work if they died before um it was finished and that makes sense yeah it so does to me at least supposedly there's yeah lots of scientists roaming around the first curator spencer fullerton baird um also roams around there and one of the night watchmen reportedly saw him every night 
that he was working and then he would always try to approach him but as soon as he would obviously he would vanish into thin air and another really popular ghost there is paleontologist Fielding B. Meek. Fielding B. Meek? That sounds fake. <laughs> and he had lived there with his cat. Mm-hmm. And in life, he was described as, quote, a queer character. Um, meaning he was odd or eccentric or, hmm. you know. A weirdo. Uh, <laughs> him and his cat lived in a set of tiny rooms under the grand staircase. So you brought up We Are Back, right? Yeah. And all I keep picturing now is like Professor Screw Eye and tiny Julia Childs like running around this museum <laughs> as a scientist. No, not Professor Screw Eye. Though they are scientists, huh? Hmm. What was the other guy's name? The Good Brother? something like that it's like professor good yeah <laughs> literally his name was like good yeah professor good vibes i don't know <laughs> something like that that's <laughs> a good body <laughs> he has an old man look like mark twain <laughs> anyways keep going my god i just wanted to show you what what i was picturing oh, in my head <laughs> the whole cast of we're back is roaming the smithsonian <laughs> So, uh, Meek had been a member of the Megatherium Club, which was named after a giant extinct sloth that once roamed South America, and it was it was an eccentric group of young scientists and naturalists that were doing work to, you know, understand the natural world and discovering all the things. They helped um, build a lot of the collections and the reputation of the Smithsonian. And um, so that's why he was living there and was like a big deal. So uh, eventually Fielding ended up, you know, falling into poor health. And one night he passed away with his cat by his side. Mm -hmm. Um, So now he roams the halls. Uh, seeking out conversation with anybody that walks past him as he did in life. Apparently he liked to roam the walls and converse with all the other scientists. Like a... I love it. Like an old man with no personal space. <laughs> Talk about dad like so, that. Um, but yeah, he... <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah, but he mostly roams around at night seeking out these conversations. So um, have fun with that. Then there is James Henry, the first secretary of the Smithsonian, and he also roams around. Security guards say that um, Henry will be wearing a frock coat, a cravat, and a starched white collar, and uh, he wanders the halls of the castle at night. And when he is approached, he also vanishes. Vantages. He vantages. He takes advantage. He advantage. He advances. Advance to go. He vanishes. Sweet Jesus. And apparently, it's very. Um, he's easy to pick out because, like, that is always what he wore in his life. Oh. 
and he always dressed like that, so that's why like okay. he's able to be discerned mm-hmm. from the other ghosts wandering around. The funniest part is, however, is that um, he did not believe in ghosts, and in fact, he was like heavily against the idea that ghosts exist. And he was like basically a big ass party pooper when it mm. came to paranormal. So um, right. he was so skeptical of spirits haunting the living that he actually offered a thousand dollars in the 1850s. Ooh, that's bank back. If then. somebody could levitate a table into the air in front of him, and obviously he never had to pay out, but. Could you imagine if somebody was, like, fucking with him and, like, tied strings to the table to levitate that shit? (laughs) Right? I just think it's funny that he was like, ghosts are not real. Fuck ghosts. And now he's a ghost. (laughs) I feel like that's how it always happens. (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's just how it happens. Or maybe that's how he's telling people, I was was wrong. I'm a ghost. It's real. It's me. Hi, I'm here. Here's my... I changed my mind. Here's my starched white collar. Recognize me. Look at me, I'm a real boy. Look at me. So, the Smithsonian, with its 154, what, million items? How many items was million. that? Million. One million dollars. How many was that? Well, I gotta scroll like, back. Oh yeah, 154 million items. So naturally, you know, some of them are bound to be fucking haunted. No. So. No. I got some... No. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> got some haunted items for you. Um, so, one of the... Nope. Mo- shut up. <laughs> one of the most haunted items is uh, Mary Todd Lincoln's dress. Ooh. It's a... Oh, and, and, uh, Does it, like, wave at you? Like... No. She just roams around. Oh. You just not... ruined the whole... You just ruined my whole vibe so, here. Sorry. Thanks. Thanks a lot. So I'm just imagining this thing behind glass just like... Just flapping. (laughs) So it's a purple velvet dress with satin and lace details, and she wore it during the winter social season from 1861 to 1862. After Abraham Lincoln's death, Mary stayed in mourning up until her own death, so she only wore widow's mourning clothing, Mm. all black, until she died. Uh, She gave this dress amongst the rest of her clothes more or less to her family members and this dress ended up in one of her cousin's possessions and she then later donated it to the the Smithsonian. <laughs> my god get it Smithsonian. <laughs> she donated it to the smithsonian um people that uh are at the exhibit claim to hear the sound of um, weeping, a woman weeping near the dress, and others have seen her standing near the exhibit. Um, There are lots of items from ancient Egypt. So they are some of the... You don't even need to finish that. Yeah, right? (laughs) And move on. (laughs) One of the creepiest ones is um, a scarab from King Tut's tomb. So it's like a um, carving of Mm -hmm. a beetle. Mm -hmm. Right? Is that scarab is the beetle? I think so. Or is the scarab a car... I should have Googled that. Yeah, I got it. I sound like a fucking idiot. What's a scarab? I wrote it down. It's the bug. I think that's what the beetle's called. Oh, it is a bug. Oh, there you go. It's a dung beetle. Mm. 
Anyway, so. Uh, the Scarab from King Tut's tomb is supposedly cursed. And legend has it that um, bad luck will fall on anybody that handles King Tut's body or anything that was taken from his tomb. So, um, this is one of the items that was pulled out from, which I kind of want to save this for its like own episodes. I don't want to dive into so, so much detail on it. But apparently this is one of the first items that was pulled out with King Tut out of his tomb when they first discovered it. Mm-hmm. And supposedly that whole um archaeological party that found his tomb and pulled all the shit out they all died in mystery like everybody died and oh i thought you were being sarcastic for a second yeah so they all died in like weird ways so i kind of was like reading about it and i was like i kind of want to save that for later so i don't want to i don't want to get too far into it why do you think i never went to see because i really wanted to go see that stuff when i came to san francisco when the king tut exhibit yeah we well, are not supposed to touch him well you I look at him just don't him, touch him but i think it's freaking crazy that but i just thought it was very very disrespectful how they were going around rolling this poor freaking king around in a want to know it all the things want to know a, a mummy fun fact did you know. did you know that there used to be tons and tons and tons of mummies and now mummies are rare because oh yeah i saw that on tiktok back in the back in the day when those fucking nasty when Brit, victorian when the english people were uh raiding and stealing and pillaging and egyptian plundering. artifacts they yeah. would grind up the mummies bodies and and eat it because they thought it would keep them alive longer and yeah. fix their ailments yeah yeah tiktok taught me that thank you i actually TikTok. learned that on a podcast before tiktok but oh i didn't it's still fucking like why that's disgusting why would you think oh grind up this dead body and let me eat it because i want to that's what the fuck people are fucking wackadoos yeah anyway so yeah mummies are now rare because the english ate them um have fun with that (laughs) and that's on colonialism (laughs) anyways there's also a mummified cat head uh okay. which is All right. sure. um the cat's head wrapped in linen and it was donated by a lady who just handed them the cat head so like maybe she kept the body that's disturbing i don't know thank you anyway so uh workers say that they see the cat wandering around the display as well as the halls and in other exhibits so just a little ghost cat roaming Cute. around Alright, I'll take it. Uh, Then there is a statue called the Black Aggie. And in the 1800s, Mary Ann Hooper Adams fell into a deep depression and, trigger warning, committed suicide by drinking her photography chemicals. Um, Her husband was a mess and then commissioned a statue of her. And it is named the Adams Memorial, but then has now become known as the Black Aggie. Um, So because of the legend that surrounds the statue, many people were breaking into the cemetery that she's buried in and vandalizing it. Mm -hmm. So the family had the statue donated to the Smithsonian to keep it safe. And um, the legend says that if you stare into the statue's eyes, it will open and begin glowing red. 
and anybody that sees her eyes will either be killed by her or they will go blind. Um, if you sit on the statue's lap at midnight, uh, you will die within two weeks. And another trigger warning, um, she may also cause pregnant women to miscarry. There is a story that um, a man put a cigarette out on the statue's hand and then was later found dead having been shot in the head. And then there's another story of a man that was found dead at the foot of the statue with absolutely no explainable cause of death. Oh, ouch. Um, I think you talked about this one. Hmm. Uh, I believe, yeah, 100% believe, or 99% believe you talked the Hope Diamond, right? You talked about the Hope Diamond, didn't you? Did I? Did you? I don't know. Hold on. I probably touched on it. And we're back. Yes, you did the Hope Diamond. So obviously I'm not gonna... We'll just reiterate a little bit. So, um, the Hope Diamond is a 15 carat big-ass fucking diamond that was originally in the eye of a statue in India and um, obviously was stolen because now it's in the Smithsonian and not back in the eye of the statue in India. So uh, it is said that when it was stolen, a curse was put on it and that anybody that has had it in their possession would be cursed with bad luck. The man who stole it came down with a fever and died and then his body was mangled by wolves. So, mm-hmm. sounds fun. Uh, Louis the Sixteenth bought it and had it recut, and then died of gangrene. And then all of his legitimate heirs also died early in life. Marie Antoinette wore it, and uh, we all know where Marie Antoinette ended up with her head off of her shoulders during the French Revolution. And then um, heiress Evelyn Walsh McLean bought the diamond and everyone around her began to die, such as her uh, her mother-in-law, her husband, and both of her children. And if you want a more in-depth discussion, hop back to um, episode 22 and uh, Kaylin talks about it a little bit more. Probably not too much, but you know. <laughs> not too much more, but enough. I think you told way more stories. I think there's even, like, the curator that brought it into... Uh, probably. Is, like, also, yeah, like, died like, or something. Like, but almost a whole year ago, dude. Like, yeah, I don't on. know. So, yeah, go back and listen to episode 22 if you want to hear more. There was also a uh, little Ya Yorona doll. And next to the doll, sounds of weeping could be heard. And, uh... The doll is also no longer on display, so maybe everybody was hearing the weeping. Um, there is an item called the creeping doll, okay. which I'm gonna have to post a picture of it because this thing is fucking disturbing. Nothing. So you remember in Toy Story one, where yes. the doll head is on like the little yeah. mechanical mm-hmm. spider leg body? Think of that, except worse. Oh. So this was the first prototype for a doll that could crawl. So it basically had the doll head and then the little arms and legs, but it was like on this weird mechanical thing. So it like had a robot body. It's it's awful. And uh, so staff have seen it creep forward on its own. Mm -mm. And you can hear children either laughing or crying next to it, which I would definitely be crying because it's horrifying. Yep. 
Um, there is a haunted painting called Memorial, and it was painted by Benton Spruance in 1951, and it features a bunch of, like, masks hanging from a cross. And guests and staff feel uneasy when they look at it, and cold spots can be felt around the painting, or cold air being blown on people's necks and backs. Which, no thank you. We all know how much I love cold air being blown on my neck, so... Nobody wants air blown on them. Why am I kid a creep? I don't know. She's like popped out of nowhere. She looks like a shining kid. Next we have Abraham Lincoln's gold watch. And it is still supposedly in working condition. Oh. And then just like, this has nothing to do with anything, but it's like, I guess why. It's like one of the... The fuck? Mm. It's like one of the weird things they found when they got when they got it is that mm-hmm. it has inscriptions inside um, mm-hmm. of everybody that worked on the watch. Mm. So people were like just inscribing little mm-hmm. notes or their names in there. Every time they worked on his watch, and he he never he didn't know about it. Oh, supposedly. So it's kind of funny. They like opened it up, and there's a bunch of people's names and shit in it. Um. And then they also have Abraham Lincoln's top hat, which was the hat that he was wearing when he was assassinated. And the items that he had on him at Ford's Theater when Mm -hmm. he was shot, uh, all of them, with, I guess, permission from uh, Mary Todd Lincoln, ended up in Mm -hmm. possession of the... the, In the possession of the Smithsonian, but they, like kind of hid everything mm-hmm. because they didn't want like people flooding in to come you know people are weird mm-hmm. they didn't want people like oh sweet the hat that abraham lincoln was shot wearing you know yeah. like and rushing in on it i don't know so they hid it until 1893 and so many people will see his ghosts um around both of these exhibits and i don't know if they're next to each other or anything i didn't bother to look into that but um but yeah, so he uh, yeah, wanders around both the exhibits of his watch and his hat, and uh, he is always described as a tall, dark shadow figure, which he's pretty easy to pinpoint because he was six foot four. Oh man! In real life, in his life, in real life, um, so his height is like the main marker that mm-hmm. it's his ghost, besides standing next to his own top hat. Um, and then, obviously, and I'm not even going to claim that I had this thought because I found YouTube videos about mm. all these items, which will be in our sources. Um, but it's kind of cute that Mary Todd Lincoln and Abraham Lincoln both haunt the Smithsonian. So oh, it's yeah. kind of like they're together. Yeah. Which they really loved each other. And Mary Todd Lincoln, I know I've mentioned before, she was, like, huge into spiritualism. Mm. So, like, when when Abraham Lincoln died, well, like, I think when their son died, she started getting into it. And then when he mm-hmm. died, she would regularly have seances trying to contact him. Mm. And, yeah, she also um, tried to do, what they call it, spirit photography. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, kind of like a kind of like almost like overexposed or something Mm -hmm. it was see if you know your deceased loved one would pop up and supposedly she got a photo 
of Abraham Lincoln's um, spirit. But some people do think that the person who took the photo faked it. But, Mm -hmm. I don't know, obviously made her feel better, so. Yeah. And yeah, that is the creepiness, brief creepiness of the Smithsonian. Dedicated to my friend Tree. Hmm. (laughs) Who's probably been to the Smithsonian. Sure she has. <laughs> and I'm reminded that I need to get out of the state more. Uh, yeah. So what did you prepare for us today? Nothing. Nothing has <laughs> it. You get to learn about the Smithsonian and the love between the, the love between the Lincolns. <laughs> <laughs> These ended on like a cute note. <laughs> like all oh, their ghosts are forever mm, holding yeah. hands at the Smithsonian. I guess I wrote more notes about this than I thought. (laughs) I did this like a fucking month ago. It's been, yeah. It's been quite some time. Okay, so I did the Haunted Toys R Us. Oh, the Haunted Toys R Us. No, there's more than one, but this is our Haunted Toys R Us. Our Haunted Toys R Us. Yeah. So, the or our or whatever you want to call it haunted toys r us is located in sunnyvale california and the store was put there in 1970 so the one thing that i'm going to tell you guys right now is like the one thing that everybody has agreed upon with this story and with everything that goes about it is that before the store strip was there or the strips of stores or however the fuck you say it yeah um it was a ranch So, a ranch was on that property before it was torn down to make way for buildings. Um, In 1881, um, a judge and businessman had owned the property, and it goes back and forth, so I'm I'm sorry. Um, He had hosted a wedding and invited 10,000 people to come and celebrate for multiple days, so... Oh, and then side note, the streets surrounding the store are actually said to be named after the businessman and his daughter. Nice. So, the daughter was the one that said to, was the one getting married and everything, and the guy that actually haunts the Toys R Us is said to, like, be in love with her. Oh. So, it all kind of ties together, but it, it goes a lot back and forth. Okay. Um, so his name, Johnny Johnson, <laughs> we'll get into that in a little bit. His parents hated him? No, we'll get into that in a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> was a local minister and in love with, um, the businessman's name was Martin or last name or something, um, was Martin's daughter, Elizabeth, but he couldn't marry her because he was a minister. And was he, like, a, the celibate kind? Yeah, they weren't allowed to, like, love or marry or... Well, how so like a Jedi? Yeah, it's a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, and in 1881, Elizabeth had married another man. Um, Johnny was emotionally distraught and depressed over her marrying someone else. And this is where everything gets jumbled up, because our lovely lady... <laughs> Sylvia 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 Brown Sylvia Brown is the only one who has come up with a backstory for how this all transpired 
Okay. Understood. Okay. So Sylvia, Sylvia Brown, if you don't know who she is, is a like famous medium or psychic. Yes. Both, I think. And yeah, like I just I just remember her like on the Montel Williams mm-hmm. show and mm-hmm. she would like I somebody in the audience has somebody's dad is starts with the letter A and somebody would jump up and be like, That's my dad. Yeah. And fun fact, our mom and one of our aunts actually like went to see her. Yeah, that, that doesn't say much about us <laughs> and our upbringing. Come I, on. Well, here we are, the I'm fucking podcast. So I guess we I came know. by honestly. We don't have to blame ourselves for being weirdos all the time. Anyway, this is true. Okay, so there's a few different stories about what had happened, and a few different versions of the story. So one is Johnny worked for Martin after. Elizabeth had married and everything, and in one story is said to be chopping wood and not paying attention, cut his leg and bled to death. Ugh. Yeah. Um, he bled to death in the same spot that the Toys R Us. I was gonna say Toy Story shit. Toys R Us is built. To- <laughs> That's where um, Woody comes alive. Another story is that Johnny contracted encephalitis and lost his mind, and ended up dying from the accident of chopping wood. Oh. Another story is that Johnny died later in life, never getting over Elizabeth. So, here we are. Okay. Yeah, like I said, it was all just... The one, like I said, the one thing that everybody has agreed upon is that in 1880, it was a ranch. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But some say that in the store, it's not even Johnny who haunts it. It's actually Martin who haunts the store. All right. But that's not been anything else. So according to psychics, Johnny is still in the area waiting for Elizabeth to notice him and can't leave until she does. Well, I'm sure she's long gone as well. Yeah. Sylvia Brown has, you know, visited, of course. She held a seance in aisle 15. (laughs) She had all the lights turned off except for one. It's very important, I guess. She had moved to a part of the aisle and described a tall man, a tall lanky man in his early 30s. No one else could see this, but some did report hearing buzzes in the silence. I just considered that ear ringing, but you know, whatever. <laughs> well, if everyone's ears start ringing at once, it's kind of weird. So she's also the one who transcribed the, the history of the background story that I shared earlier. Um, he joked with, oh, so in the seance and like contacting him and like, you know, speaking with him. He joked with her that her feet may get wet because she was standing over where a well had used to like used to be. Yeah, and that that I mean that creeped me out. Because like, I don't like wells. Samara popped in my exactly. head. Exactly. No <laughs> Traumatized. Yeah. Um, she tried to get him to cross over to the other side, but he refused. Um, after the. <laughs> said no thanks yeah. <laughs> well, I'm fine here okay <laughs> after the seance and when the film was in the when the film was developed so she had like photography and like I'm not sure if there was recording but definitely photography um well she did in like what the 90s 
something like that. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's like either or, it was. I think it was the nineties. Yeah. So yeah, they had they had uh, video cameras back then. Yeah, but no, I don't know if that was it. Like <laughs> it just says film was developed. Oh okay. Um, and pictures shows uncomfortable employees <laughs> and an extra man leaning against the shelf with his hands folded. Ew. Um, oh okay so besides sylvia being pulled into this whole things employees and customers have both had experiences here and they have been there have been cold spots uh toys jumping off shelves Mm -hmm. so like just kind of like Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, voices calling people's names when nobody's around that's disgusting um and this one it, this one disturbs me. Oh. Uh, an unseen hand stroking their hair. Ugh. Like, if you would have said arm, I would have been alright. But you said hair, and that just Ew. is totally... Nope, no thanks. That gave me the heebie-jeebies. So, and I mentioned earlier that aisle, aisle 15, that's the hot spot aisle. Like, that's where all the action happens. Oh, yes. <laughs> there is a scent of fresh flowers at weird times of the day in the aisle. Dolls that shouldn't be able to talk. Oh no! Like, and I'm talking about the ones with no batteries in them to talk. (sighs) Like, no indication to talking. Lights would go on as soon as they were turned off. Um, women couldn't go into the bathroom alone. Water would bust out of the faucets, and they would have a feeling someone was standing there and watching them. Ew. An employee one time had locked up only. To be startled by a banging coming from the other side of the door. So he thought that someone had been locked in and was just trying to get the attention, like get their attention to come out. So he opened the door. Nobody was there. Close it again. Same thing happened. Ew. Opens the door like one or two more times. Nobody's there. Just in case like they're running to like the back door or, you know, whatever, trying to get attention. Because he's like, there's more than one door. Like, you know. Yeah. But... After a few more times and the banging repeated, um, the employee ran to his car and went home. That's what I would have done. Um, in the 90s, the manager said that, so this is like fun little fact, I guess. The manager said that the paranormal activities actually brought in a ton of business and boosted their sales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I way want, to play it, way to play it. I want the haunted doll from aisle 15. Oh, maybe that's where Bob came from. Oh, hell no. What if? What the fuck if? Well, that's now... That's now real in yep. my head, so... Sorry. Yep. Um, so, and then Toys R Us closed down. Like, they closed down all their stores back in, what, like, 2000? A couple years ago? 18 Two or some ago? shit like that. And it is now being turned into a sporting sporting goods store. So oh, they're, sweet. So, so soon... it's going to be like fly fishing now instead of oh dolls. Oh my god, could you imagine <laughs> somebody gets pegged with a freaking lure? Oh man. A baseball bat. A baseball bat. <laughs> just <laughs> flies fucking, off the shelf. fucking hand weight. <laughs> Do not put anything heavy in aisle 15. It, d- don't right. put anything where aisle just 15 is. Just wherever aisle 15 is, just put like uh, clothing. Yeah, that's the clothing. That's like the foam... Like rollers, you <laughs> yeah. know, like the easy stuff. <laughs> but shit that's not gonna hurt. Oh, oh my god. But I do like, and like one of the things that I do remember, because dad worked right next to it, yeah. is that like 
any time like they had some type of weird like electrical and stuff like there was nothing that could be like said to be wrong with it yeah and P- the pg and e or whoever came out to check it out or whatever and he said that it would run over into a store sometimes like they would start having electrical problems but there was no telltale sign of like what was going on and what was happening yeah so like just to elaborate on that so the store would have like a it's like a router mm-hmm. for like their system yeah so it's like you know early internet mm-hmm. for like their dial-up yeah. And make the they cash all. registers and all that shit. So usually a store, it's called a rebound, mm-hmm. I think he said. So usually a store just has one in the back so that the signal kind of stays mm-hmm. in the store. Uh, his store needed f- three or four rebounds. It needed it was one. was a big store, yeah. Well, it was a big store, but even a big store would only need one. Oh. You have your system in the front and you have the rebound in the back so mm. it keeps the signal mm. in. He needed, like, three or four within the store because it would lose signal halfway. Um, he would, mm-hmm. they, basically, it was, like, the electromagnetic field or yeah. whatever around that area just did not support any. Mm-hmm. Like, the system would go down all the time. So, even though his... He said his store had, like, some weird shit happen. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, not anywhere near as yeah. bad as the Toys R Us. But he said that was always the weirdest thing was that they could the system would just stop working even though Nothing they had wrong. the most like yeah. routers and the most rebounds in the store. Yeah. And I'm I'm butchering that because I've I don't know a hundred percent about that kind of shit, especially mm-hmm. back in the nineties, but Yeah. Uh but yeah, so I guess a lot of the stores in that area had issues with their electricity and shit. Um but that was like the weirdest thing mm-hmm. is that he needed like four systems in one just to keep one store going whereas stores that size and bigger could get away with just one yeah so uh, that's kind of a interesting it's like a little vortex mm-hmm. it's like a portal. portal it's like a portal the toys r us portal you know what maybe that's where you got it from. leading into the pack and save and break (laughs) what is that yes so if you ever find yourself in sunnyvale california and you want to stop at the new sporting goods store i think it's (laughs) the i think it's rei oh it's rei something like that you know just go go check it out for yourself nice check it out I want to talk about I want to talk about Sylvia Brown on an episode. <laughs> I used to love her, but she's got a lot of people don't like her. I was reading. Now, don't quote me on all of this, but don't come after me either. I was reading that a lot of people question her because of how famous she got quick. Yeah. Well, she, it was like, she was big, and then, like, oh, I was looking back, because I saved the calendar stories, Mm -hmm. so we had ideas. Mm -hmm. It was February 15th, was the Haunted Toys R Us one. Yeah, it was the last time I was here. It says that it also has housed a spirit Halloween, which, doesn't that just... Seal the deal. Yeah. Anyways, 
Um, so she became like big at the same time there was uh, what the fuck was that guy's name? John not John Williams I think that's the guy that scored Star Wars <laughs> what the fuck is that guy's name? hold on uh, famous psychos Famous Famous Psychos, okay. John Edward, that's his name. (laughs) John Edward. And then there was, like, I believe there was one more Mm -hmm. around the same time. And, like, they all, you know, that's, like, that's the thing with psychics is, oh, I'm sensing the letter A. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, oh, I have an A in my name. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... You know, so it's... But it was really nothing having to do with, like, her actual, like, gift. It was more to do with, like... Well, a lot of people think that she fudged a lot of things to become famous. Well, yeah. Because she was... From what I remember, she was, like, in a a race with John Edward to be, like... Mm, The best psychic. The best 90s psychic. Hmm. Um... I just remember John Edwards weirded me out. Reading like 18,000 books about Sylvia Brown. Oh, yeah. We had all of her books on the shelf. Uh, and I, I don't know. I just like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, Sylvia Brown's on Montel. <laughs> Gotta watch Montel. Uh, anyway. But yeah. So I want to I, I wanna talk about her. Because I loved her, but there are, there's some sketchy shit around her. I saw a TikTok about it, naturally, so, you know, now I want to mm-hmm. deep dive into that. Uh-huh. Her, 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 deep dive in the creepin', But on bump but on bum Anyways, back to, uh, to Annette. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that shit Oh, you guys. I... Terrible. Wasn't terrible, just weird as fuck, which I, we knew going into it. I mean, like, the singing was phenomenal. I, I will give them yeah, that. It was awesome singing. And then we discovered, which I didn't realize, or maybe you, I think you knew. I discovered huh. that fucking what's-his-face from the Big Bang Howard. Theory. Howard was yeah. in it. I was like, is that? As soon as I she's saw She's like, look, it's Howard. Like, it's Howard. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, it is. I don't recognize him without his <laughs> dicky. But, yeah. That, that, that 10 out of 10 do not recommend. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, she can't even say anything. Like, you should see her face. She's trying to come up with the nicest words to say about this. But it was, it was creepy. And if you were not paying attention at any point in the movie, you lost track of anything that was happening. You could not just pick up, like, right in the middle and remember, and like, remember anything that was happening because it all, all of a sudden changed. <sighs> Yeah. I just. There's a lot going on. Yeah. I don't want to knock anything. I can see why everybody. Like, I can see why he. I don't think he ended up winning the awards mm-hmm. at that award ceremony. I don't think so either. But I can see why he was nominated for awards for that. Because mm-hmm. it was like. I mean, it was the it whole, was dark whole thing's a fucking fever dream. Yeah. So, like. I'd say watch it 
once if you're an Adam Driver fan. Watch it once if you're a really big Adam Driver fan, but it's not... Or if you're a big, like, Broadway fan. But, okay, but here's the thing. So, spoiler alert. Skip past it if you intend on watching it, uh, like, a good 30 seconds or so. But it all made more sense to me when I read about it. Like, I read Mm -hmm. whatever. And basically his he like the whole reason his daughter is a puppet is because he doesn't view her he's a he's sociopath Mm -hmm. so he doesn't view her as human yeah until the very end when she basically tells him to fuck off yeah and she then all of a sudden she's real and Mm -hmm. then the puppet version of her is on the floor because now he's like oh fuck like Mm -hmm. he it's like that made more sense it's like why the fuck is there a puppet kid was, Which I also was read was much. because she had to fly. That was like a magic power. She actually could fly while singing. Mm-hmm. And he was exploiting that a little bit. Yeah. And they couldn't get a real baby to fly while singing. So they did a puppet. But it's also because he doesn't view her as a real person. Because he's... Mm-hmm. He has like, he lacks empathy. He yeah. can't... He can't relate. Yeah. So that's that made more sense. I think it's hard when there's a lot of... Vis- there's a lot of like... There's a lot of music, mm-hmm. which is good music. Um, and I do right. like musicals. I am partial oh, to musicals. I so it's musicals. good music. But it's like... Well, that's why I said the singing and the music was great. Yeah, but. but it's like a lot when you have the singing and a lot of the story is happening in the songs. Yeah. So it's like I had to like almost look it up at the same time because like Howard is singing to him mm-hmm. that like his name is not Howard in this movie, but he's singing to him that like he used to hook up with his wife. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you miss that song or you miss that lyric, yeah, like you're like, what? What is happening here? Why? Yeah. So, <sighs> yeah, it was. I understand from an artist's point of view why this movie was a big deal, mm-hmm. why the acting was a big deal, why the visuals a big deal, mm-hmm. why the metaphorical mm-hmm. shit is mm-hmm. a big deal. I understand from an artist's point of view. Is this something I'm gonna watch again? <laughs> I will never get back that like three hours of my life. <sighs> yeah, I mean, like I said, if I was a bougie art critic, I would probably be more into it. Mm-hmm. I am an Adam Driver fan. I watched it once. Good on you. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's it. And, and I will sit fiction. and wait <laughs> for Ferrari and sixty five to come out now. And what's the other one? Where he's a fat teacher. <laughs> I sent you that TikTok, right? That was a little longer ago, what dude. Was that? What is that? Oh, White Noise. That one's called White Noise. I think we get White Noise, then 65, and then the Ferrari one he just um, signed up to do. Alright. So. And we got fan fiction for in between. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, shit. Alright. Well, then. I guess we'll just wrap that up. Alright. Yep. We finally, look, we did an episode over an hour. Cool. It's like the first one in like three episodes. Hey, ho. Alright, y'all. Well, um, you can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram at the Creep End Pod. And you can DM us if you have any suggestions or requests. If you want to just say hi. Uh... 
You can email us if you have like a personal story or something you'd like us to share on your behalf at thecreepinpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us starred reviews on Spotify now, and that's just quick and simple. You click on the number of stars you want to leave and call it a day. Or if you want to leave us a written review, I think you can only do that on Apple. Either way, I still have stickers to send out if you want them. So let me know. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep sticking them on the back of my phone and leaving them at my workstation. Random places. I'm going to start putting them on stop signs. <laughs> Vandalism. Um, I think that's it for the spiel. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Have a good week. You know how it goes. All right. Bye. Well, have a good week. We will see you next week. Bye.